dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for bringing everyone together here this morning, Lord. We thank you for the youth and what leaders they are and will become. And Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you for yesterday. I thank you for every day that you have given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all may be seated. So, we have three of the youth that have stepped up to speak, and um, there's some of the, I, I wish I had the courage that they have. Um, I'll, try, I'll try to show a little more, but, <laughs> but the first one up is, is Macy Tannehill. Um, I think that's the one. Okay. and y'all started praising and screaming and stuff, I'm like, what in the world's going on? Um, <laughs> okay, so Chronicles 1, 16, 30 through 36 says, Let all earth tremble before him. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. Let all the heavens be glad. Let the earth rejoice. Tell the nations, the Lord reigns. Let the sea and everything in it shout his praises. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees and the forests sing joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Cry out, save us, O Lord, for our salvation. Gather and rescue us from among the nations so that we can rejoice, so we can thank your holy name and rejoice and praise you. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives from everlasting to everlasting. And all the people shout, Amen, and praise the Lord. Okay. Now, now we realize how many everyones and all the people are in that, correct? Okay. So in Psalm 75, verse 1, it says, We thank you, O God. We give, the, give thanks because you are near. People everywhere should tell of your wonderful deeds. Now that just doesn't say the people who are gifted should say, oh, well, we should just go tell them. It says everyone. So if you don't think you have a gift, you have one. It just may look different from others. Like I know me, I'm not gifted in organizing, like at all. <laughs> and, but, but I'm gifted in speaking. And so that's why I'm up here this morning. And I've made we into an acronym. Worship, comma, everyone. Everyone should worship. It may look different than others, but everyone has, everyone's called to worship. Whether you like it or not, you're called to worship. <laughs> and then in Jeremiah 20, verse, I think this is 20, hang on. Yes, Jeremiah 20, verse 13. It says, sing to the Lord, praise the Lord. For though I was poor and needy, he rescued me from my oppressors. And therefore, praise can save you. Amen. OK, 
Okay, next up is Addison. I don't know where Addison is sitting though. Where is she? Back row. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I'm here today to talk to you guys about humbleness. Now, humbleness, before I begin talking about it, I want to share a story with you. You're in Walmart, we've all been there. You're in Walmart, you're in line, trying to check out, and suddenly, the checkout next to you opens up. And you're like, yes, yes, I can, I can get over there and I can get out of here and leave sooner. So you're super excited and you're getting your stuff together, you were next in line, so you should be the first in that line, right? When suddenly the guy from the back of the line just starts booking it, and he gets there before you, you're like, what? That was supposed to be me, right? Um, excuse me, right? So sometimes it's difficult to get out of the humble mindset, or sometimes it's difficult to get out of our me, me, me mindset, right? So I'm gonna read a verse now about how we should be humble. So if you want to turn your Bibles, if you have them, to Philippians 2.3, and I'll give you a moment to get there. I have a verse, and it talks about being humble. Alrighty, so if you're there, I'm going to read, and you can follow along. It says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Humility is a very important topic within the Bible, but what is humility? Humility is putting others before yourself. And in this world, it's really difficult to be humble because everything's about you. I mean, look at social media. Helping you stay entertained, helping you feel good, helping you bake a batch of cookies. Everything about it is you, 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 you. So it's difficult to get out of that mindset sometimes, you know? I mean, you always think, oh, it's about me, 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 me. That's what the world does. And I know it's difficult. We've all been there. Every single person here, at least in one point of their life, has had that moment where they're thinking, me, 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 me. But God calls us to be selfless, not selfish like what the world calls us to be. So when you're trying to be humble, it comes down to not being selfish, which sounds so simple, a kindergartner could probably comprehend it, right? But actually, it's one of the most important things to remember when you're trying to be humble. So I'm going to read another verse, and it's James 3, 14 and 15. So if you guys want to turn there, you don't have to. I'm going to read it off real quick. It says, But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from heaven, but it's earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Wow. So what does it mean to have selfish ambition, right? That means me over you. In other words, a feud me against you, right? There's only room for one share from this town. <laughs> and we've all been there. We've all had that one person that makes you think, this is my town, I'm the sheriff, not you. Or, I'm number one, not you, right? So if nothing has hit home with what I've said to you, take this. God calls us to, be, to throw away our selfish ways and to be humble. 
So when that person at Walmart cuts you in line, smile, have your heart filled with humbleness and kindness, and be happy knowing you're doing what God calls us to do. Thank you. Now it's Michaela's turn. She likes to read. I said you like to read. Hello, everyone. Good morning. It is just such a blessing to be able to do this again, to be able to be up here. I'm very thankful that Orchardville gives me this opportunity in their youth group and in their church. Um, if any of you are new here, I'm going to be touching up on what I talked about last time, which is the reason we're all here, and that's love. Deep down, we all have a feeling, maybe if you don't completely know it yet, but we're loved unconditionally by God. And it's such an important thing, and it's such an important thing for us to know and for us to remind ourselves of every day. But today I'm going to be talking about something a little different, and that's insecurity. And now, what I mean by insecurity, it is the lie that the enemy tells us every day that we are not good enough. You're not Christian enough to walk into this church. You've done too many things wrong. You'll never be as good as the other Christians, so there's no point in coming. That's the insecurity I'm talking about that just puts us down and makes us feel like we will never be enough. And if any of you think this, I have a verse here. First Peter chapter 3, verses 24 and 25, and it says... He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die, so we might not die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of souls. So if any of you feel a little insecure, there you go. Yes, we all have a great price to pay, but it was already paid for us. And that's a great thing that Jesus did for us. And maybe you get a weird feeling in your stomach when I say that. Maybe it's a little awkward when you hear that. I know because when I would hear these things, that's how I felt. And the thing is, it, it could come from me, a complete stranger, a 15-year-old you don't know. It could come from an adult. It could come from an adult that you trust, a friend, family, your spouse. It doesn't matter because the thing is we're not supposed to know it. The enemy doesn't want us to know that, how important we are, how loved we are, how we have a great purpose, how we have a gift that we can share, that we can use to share the light of God. And that's why, he give, that's why the enemy gives us so much insecurity, because then when we're insecure and we feel like we're not good enough, we don't want other people to feel good enough either. Something I've seen a lot of today, which should not come as a shock to any of you, it's people putting other people down. And it happens a lot in church, we, we branch out and then we say, I don't like the way you worship. I don't like the way you speak. But there's nothing wrong with that, with having a difference of opinion. But sometimes people take it as the whole reason to go to church. They get up on the stage and they preach hate. They tear people apart. And that's what, what we're supposed to do. And here in Romans 12, 17, 18, it says, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible... As far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. I've talked about insecurity and how it makes us feel worthless. And then some of us, we may go out into the world and we want to do the same for others. But does that heal anything? 
Does that do what Jesus wanted us to do? Does it go out to people and say, you know, you are loved? It doesn't. I want to preach the importance, the, that was really punctuated, the, the importance of lifting each other up. And I'm not saying that you have to accept everything. Because like I've said, we are sinful by nature. But Jesus paid that price. That's something that we don't have to worry about anymore. What we need to go out and do as Christians and as people is spread this love. Because like I've said, this love is what brings us to church. Am I right? That's right? This love is what brought us all here together today. This love is what gave me this opportunity. His love is what has saved me. And that's why it's so important to preach it. And maybe you don't agree with me. That's okay. Maybe you do. Here in John 15, verses 11 and, tw 11 and 12, it says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy be complete. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. And the thing is, maybe it's not easy to love all the time. I know. Because people can hurt us and people can put us down. And even if we aren't insecure, it still hurts, right? It's not easy. But here in 1 Peter 4 and 5, no, yes, chapter 4, 4 and 5, it says, They are surprised that you do not join them in their reckless wild living, and they heap abuse on you. But they will have to give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. See, and this is a song lyric that I'm ripping off. There is a place where fear has to face the God that you know. This God that sent his son to die for you. This God that wakes you up every morning with a great purpose. This God that loves you unconditionally will one day have to... No. Your fears, your anxieties will one day have to face that God. So I'm telling you right now, and like I said, this may not be easy to hear... You don't have to carry those insecurities and anxieties around because God already sent his son to die for them. They've already been taken care of. All the Lord is waiting for is for you to reach out your hand and say that you are ready. So you don't have to walk around trying to fill your life with worldly things because I know what that feels like. I'll use social media as an example. You have to turn on your phone. You have to get on it again and again and again because it just doesn't fill that hole. And the thing is, these worldly things will never fill that hole in your, in your heart and in your life. Tearing people down will never fill that, that hole in your life. But loving others will, and knowing God's love will. And as long as I walk this earth, I want people to know that. So, thank all of, I, I'd like to thank all of you for listening to me, and I hope you have a good day. Amen. Those kids are awesome. Can we give a clap going? So, I'm a little less nervous now. Um, man, I was back there before we started, and I was like, my heart started, felt like it was going to jump out, and I'm like, there's still time to run out the door. <laughs> Rick asked me in our meeting um, beforehand, he's like, do I need to have something prepared in case you freeze up? I said, no, I think I can do this. I think I can do this. All right, well, ah, man, I was wrong. I can't do this. I'm freezing. Um, you know, I, you know, the devil tries to get us in chains sometimes. I was back, and I just had to, wow, 
you know, like Tommy did last youth Sunday. He's like, woo! You know, it feels so good. Just breaking those chains. Um, But I struggled really hard coming up with a title for this this week. Um, I I was going to go fighting shadows, and I was going to go battling shadows, but then I decided to go with the shadow. I don't know if I got it on there or not. But yeah, I went... What shadow, actually, is what I went with. Um, so I was wrong. But, <clears throat> you know, you know they do dishes in heaven? Did you guys know that? Uh, if you would, go to Matthew 23. I got too many bookmarks. Um, right here, in, in verse, at the end of verse 25, it says, Um, it says, for you are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are filthy and full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisees, first watch, wash the inside of the cup and the dish, and then the outside will become clean too. You know, you guys ever got that, that clear cup and there's just like something stuck in the, in the crud right there? Just like... I was terrified of coming up here, but I had to, I had to clean that crud out and dump it out. Now, now I'm up here, I'm clean, I'm, I feel pretty good up here now, you know? I feel like I could say whatever and you guys would listen to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got to wash what's on, the, what's on the inside of us because if we're just washing the front of us, I can go, you know, uh, like the guy who was talking about Walmart. We'd be out at Walmart, and we'd be like, oh, man, God, it got in my way. Um, but the shadow of that, what's that, what's that saying to the, the little kid behind us? What's that saying to the, the people around us? I mean, does that represent Christ? Is that attitude of Christ's attitude? Um, I mean, what's inside of us is, is so important. And so, like this verse says, you know, if, if the inside is clean, the outside will as well be clean. Because we can clean the outside as much as we want. Like, you can have a, a, a beater of a vehicle, you know, the engine can be junk, but the outside can look shiny and perfect. I don't know if you ever went and looked at a vehicle and it was leaking oil and had, you know, holes in the, everything and the inside was just junk. But, um, yeah, um, another verse I just wanted, you know, we can, to get clean, um, you know, I like to go to a white flag, white flag, wave a white flag, because no, surrender fully, um, I just lay everything down, I come to the Lord, I said, man, Lord, go ahead, I'm going to totally switch what I'm saying, because... For those that know me, know that I'm, and also I demonstrated it just earlier when I was doing the announcements. I'm terrified of speaking in front of people. It just terrifies me. So for me to be up here, it's not me. Like I said, Lord, man, it's in your hands, dude. I, I can't, you know, I, I can't do this. So in, um, I like to go to, it's, it's 2 Timothy 1.7. And it says, he doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, 
and self-discipline. That self-discipline one, it's a doozy, though, because I could have easily ran out that door. But I said, no, Lord, you, or I said, I said, no, Mr. Devil, you're not going to, you're not going to put me in chains today. I'm, I'm going to, woo, break those chains. I'm going to come free. I'm going to say, I have a spirit of love, power, and self-discipline. And um, that's, that's what he gave me. And I'm up here with courage to deliver that. Um, just, that's all, I didn't have a whole lot to say today. Just stay, you know, check yourself. Check the inside of your cup, you know, the inside of your, your heart. Because, oh, I did have one, one more scripture, actually. It's in Matthew. I'm not going to make you turn to it. But it says our, light, our eyes are a light to our heart. And if, if what we put before us, I'm going to turn to it, actually. Because I, I don't want to butcher it like that. It's Matthew 6. It says, it's 6.22. It says, your eye is a lamp that provides light for your whole body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually, actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. So, if what we're putting before us is just a bunch of crud, right, you know, no, no good stuff, then what we're going to represent, the shadow, is going to be like this dark shadow with the red eyes, the evil shadow, you know. Sometimes we don't even see the shadow that we represent. Sometimes we can have an attitude that we don't even know we have. Um, like, just be at Walmart one day, not feeling your best. Just like, I want to get out of here as quick as I can. Or you didn't get the parking spot you didn't want. So somebody cut you off. You had to flip, slip, slip them a birdie. You know? It's, it's no good. You shouldn't do that. Um, but what I want to do across today is just watch what you put before you and Make sure your cup is clean on the inside and not just the outside. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give everybody, and I'm gonna, as the band comes up, um, I'm gonna open the altars for anybody that wants to come up here and just um, lay, yeah, let go of what's on the inside. Clean the crud out of the bottom of your cup and just give your life to the Lord. kind of summarize what Hunter was talking about there I appreciate that word that it doesn't matter what you portray out here it's got to be right inside here if it's not right inside here everything that you're portraying could be fake you could have those instances where you blow up on somebody and you lose it real quick because the inside is not how it's supposed to be so this morning as we open up the altars they're open for anybody that needs prayer for healing salvation need to rededicate your life you just need to get some stuff out that needs that crud that he's talking about needs to be cleaned out this morning i want you to find a place at the altar and 
and repent if there's things in your heart that, that you need God to clean up and forgive you of. Spend some time this morning in prayer for that. And again, we're open for healing. Altars are open for healing, salvation, whatever you need from God today. We want to pray with you.
because one person is easily easily distracted, easily falls. Two is, is stronger because you can be back to back. But three is not easily broken. So I want to encourage you to find someone. You know, I'm here for you. Rick's here for you. Board members are here for you. You know, just find somebody that is, is a good encourager for you. Um, somebody that will that speaks life into you, not not brokenness. You know, find that strand to stay strong and not be broken. Um, that's I just I just wanted to say that. Um, I don't really know what I need to do now. Thank Hunter and our and our modified youth group for today for it takes a lot of courage to do what they did today and I told Hunter earlier in the week I've told him for a while now that it's a lot different up here uh, when you get up here and he'll he'll grow into that and get more confident in that but I appreciate the word he gave and I appreciate our kids speaking our, our worshiping and our youth group and our OC kids and I appreciate Orchardville Church for investing in them because if we don't have youth groups if we don't have OC kids we don't have Orchardville Church in 10 or 15 years so it's important and it's vital that we're we're investing in them we're 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 training them up in the ways they should go. That's part, one of the reasons we're having the school here in August, that we want to we want to train people up in the Lord and let them know that it's God's way and no other way. So I'm excited about everything that's happening there. And, and, and winter 24 today for the teens, they've got 24 hours of a lock-in. I'm excited that I won't be staying the night. But pray for them that uh, God ministers to all of them. It's, it's awesome to come in here and be in a, a safe place for 24 hours where they're going to be poured into. The love of God is going to be in this place. They're having service tonight at 7. Um, and I know that's going to be powerful. We'll be here for that to support them. And Looking forward to a, a great day in the Lord with these guys. And what else? I had something else I was going to say and it left me. And Rhonda... We read that card in the, in the uh, beginning of service, but Orchardville Church, thank you. Like she said, for being the hands and feet of Jesus. It is such a blessing to know that you have a church family that you can lean on to help you and get you through things and encourage you. And you guys were awesome in that, through that uh, benefit that they had yesterday. So we thank you for that. And I thank you for being you. You guys are awesome. Awesome group of people in here. And if you are a guest today, you have never been to Orchardville Church, it's a great place to call home. We already have the sign for you. I don't know if that's a subconscious thing. We just, hey, this is home. I don't know why. Well, just welcome home. <laughs> but we want you to come back and see us again. If you have any questions, you can ask me after church. I'd be happy to answer them for you. Don't forget your gift if you're a guest with us. Thank you again, Modified Youth and Hunter, for today's service. God bless. Have a great week.